Welcome to episode 144 of Shanlin on Batman. I am Justin Shanlin. We got Kyle Davis. Hey. Both off on a Monday. So if you're hearing this, uh, you know, we want to say happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you all have safe travels and that you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. All the turkey and the turducken and all the stuffings and all the pies that you're going to eat. So um definitely want to say happy thanksgiving you're, you're getting me hungry over here already we got a couple of days to go still i know like i was thinking about it as like man i just want to smash out a bunch of food right now yep talking about it so um <laughs> like we were gonna do like a commentary track for like batman beyond and i was like i don't know if i'm feeling that right now there's like kind of some news that we want to talk about kind of discuss um Talk about that Snyder Cut stuff that's been kind of going on. Because, like, Snyder and Gal Gadot and Ben Affleck and, like, they all kind of, like, like a couple days ago just, like, unloaded on... Uh... They were coordinated. <laughs> so, Kyle, because Kyle actually messaged me. He's like, have you been paying attention to Twitter right now? I said, kind of. He's like, everything, like, everyone's, like, released the Snyder Cut. Shit, there was, like... What, like over half a million tweets or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like 100% crazy. Like I'm definitely like Zack Snyder said it and then Ben Affleck. I was like, oh my God, Ben Affleck's getting on the Snyder Cut. And then I saw Damon Lindelof. He is the uh, he's the exec producer on Watchmen. Uh, he said, said, if I had seen the Snyder Cut, I would be... I can't remember, but it was something along those lines. Like, definitely we should see it. So, I mean, what are your thoughts, like, at this point with all this? Like, I definitely want to see. I definitely think it's something that we should see. I don't know how complete that film is. Like, I've heard so many stories. They got, like, two cuts of it out. Like, but they're still missing VFX. Um, And, like, we've had Mark Hughes on. We've talked, you know, we've talked about this. But, like, this is the first time that we've seen, like, actors from Justice League, like, talk about, like, the major actors, like, Gal Gadot, Zack Snyder, Ben Affleck, say, right. hey, release the Snyder Cut. I mean, there's, there's always been varying degrees of authenticity in a lot of the claims that people have said about how complete it actually was, you know, is there even enough there to be a watchable thing? Uh, I, I would imagine with the actors and Zack Snyder himself getting in on this, that there's gotta be something. There's gotta be enough there to warrant action on their part. Yeah. Like we've, we've seen from time and time again, like them releasing photos and stills, you know, like Kersey Clemens, you know, the, the scene with where he, she was with Barry Allen. We've seen like different versions. I mean, Jason Momoa sent that picture of him stabbing with his trident, uh, Shit, what's that villain's name? Steppenwolf? Yeah, Steppenwolf. I couldn't even think of his name because, you know, that's how forgettable. <laughs> that's how terrible he, it was. <laughs> like, how forgettable he was in Justice League. Um, 
but like to the point now where we where we're we're getting the actors and the creators and everything like like my thing has always been definitely want to see it and i've always been a proponent like all right let's let's release it you know once that they announced that hbo max was going to be a thing i always say release it on that app you know that streaming service because i think that'd be so beneficial to warner brothers to get people to subscribe to that you know and i'm not trying to say you know definitely not trying to say that warner brothers deserves any um like any special treatment, like we should not be subscribing just for that reason, if that makes sense. But at the same time, um, I do believe and do think that that's where it should be. Instead of packaging it on Blu-ray, like maybe at some point they should come out with like packaging on a Blu-ray or DVD because I would buy it. Like I'm for this version. Like I want to see like like Snyder's fully realized version, even if there's missing VFX shots. Right. Yeah. Like, like you've said before, you can definitely do a, uh, basically the equivalent of the Donner cut or something like that. Yeah. Like, and I always thought like how, how weird that, that we're going, we're living through this again. Like Richard Donner was fired from, like he had finished, uh, Superman one. And there's a little bit left like a little bit of filming left to do for Superman two. And then like fired him right after, you know, the release of Superman one, he was never able to, you know, finalize and finish his film. And then we get, you know, Superman two, the Richard Donner cut, like 30 years later, it came out in 2006. Like, it, it's so weird that we're like living through that, that again, like history repeat is repeating itself. Cause here we have a dude who was finishing, uh, justice league gets fired off of and then Justice League comes out and it was so vanilla. It was so it wasn't like like I was excited to see all the heroes together, but like there was nothing there was like no stakes to it. There was nothing it was so bland. It was like there was what no do you flavor mean, what do you to mean it. There was no stakes. There was that one random Russian family that we knew nothing about that they, they just kept showing up randomly throughout the whole movie. I know, like it was so <laughs> weird. That we are living in this, you know, post Justice League world, and we are two years later, you know, and like I'm so for it, but I just find it so like and like people like the idea of the Snyder Cut has you know definitely reached the mainstream because now more articles are being you know talked about cuz Ben Affleck tweeted and Zack Snyder tweeted about it Gal Gadot tweeted about it Jason Momoa was tweeting about it Jason Momoa said he's seen the film so at this point it's like what are they waiting for why are, like i understand the idea of if it comes out and it's a superior version to Justice League the theatrical cut we're going to see you're going to see like so much vitriol on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You're gonna see a bunch of YouTube videos about it. And I get that, but you know, like like they made the decision to fire someone as the fin- filming was being put together, you know, and you kinda have to lay in the bed that you make, right, Kyle? Absolutely. I'm like what like I'm for it. I, like I feel like you are too. Like you're to the point of like, let's just see it. Oh yeah, like I, I'm a huge fan of Zack Snyder, so I'm definitely on board for seeing what his vision would have actually been for that movie. 
because what we end up getting just it wasn't it chief no no and like 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 you know i've seen i've seen some people say you know if if this version gets put out there there's still going to be all this hate and everything like um and then they're going to be demanding more stuff and i'm just like just package it put it out there whatever you have like i mean junkie xl even said he's like yeah the like i was basically finished with my scoring the film so i'd be very interested i i just like i think to this point the idea that we are two years into it and the, the momentum the momentum of this film still is out there it's still in the ether I mean, Kevin Smith is like, why don't let just now that Batman is saying, hey, let's see it. Let's just see it. Just put it out there. Whatever you got, just release it and say we're going to release it June 2020. Release it during San Diego Comic-Con 2020. Let's just put it out there. Well, I mean, what like the only thing that you're the only negative thing is, is going to happen is you're going to see people like, why didn't why didn't we just use this vision? So and now that now that the. Warner Brothers and DC are kind of going a different way um, with their franchises going forward. They're really working towards that idea of putting out their standalone films first, seeing what works, and then and then figuring out how to go forward with, you know, sequels in regards to that. So mm-hmm. I am. I'm definitely down for the release in the Snyder Cut. And I think it's time. Like, I think, you know, I think that there's been enough time. Like, I, I know that there's some people are saying, you know, well, you know, we still will never see his fully formed vision. But if we remember correctly, Snyder said he was only going to do like five or six films. So you had Man of Steel. You So there's one. You had Batman versus Superman 2, Suicide Squad 3. Wonder Woman 4, Justice League 5, and then that was an Aquaman. So there's six. So those are the six films in his, like the, his Snyderverse that he was putting together. And then basically, I think that his idea, from what I've been told, is like once he did his five or six films, like that was, he was like, all those characters would have been rebooted. He wanted, he didn't want it to be, they go the MCU route where you have 35 films and, you know, he wanted it to be a finite world, which, you know, I argue that probably isn't the best idea to have. But, you know, at least he had somewhat of an idea of, hey, this is where, you know, they could have rebooted everything with Flashpoint. And I think at one point they were going to do a Flashpoint film. You know, Jeff Johns was really going to really put that together. And I feel like bad for Jeff Johns because Jeff Johns gets so much hate on Twitter. The, you know, he's the reason for, you know for all that but he was scapegoated like he was like what they did like kevin sushihara threw him under the bus like mm-hmm. like he threw everyone under the bus and i hope that the new the new ceo really takes a look and makes sure that going forward they're gonna if they're hiring a director let him and the, the, he has a vision and you hire that person let him you know complete that vision <laughs> what a novel concept I mean, how many directors have they had for Flash? Oh, God, so many at this point. Like, and like then four like, or five or something like that. Like, how many times are like, 
like what's going on with Superman? Where are we at with all this stuff? It's very interesting to kind of see all these different things play out, you know, post this Justice League world. You know, you had a huge success in Wonder Woman, and that should have given the studio confidence going forward that this was working. So you had you had the backlash of Batman versus Superman. You came out with Wonder Woman, and then you're going to throw out that version of Justice League? Like, clearly, Wonder Woman was a huge financial and critical success. And you have a person in Gal Gadot who is, can deliver a film like that. So I think that they should have continued on with that vision until he got, you know, Justice League be the kind of uh, capstone, the kind of end of that version. And then, you know, go forward with whatever they, their plans were. But it still seems that they don't have a plan going forward. Right. So what are they going to do with Superman? You know, like, is J.J. Abrams going to be the guy? You know, like, there's so much. And they all kind of, like, it, like the release of Snyder Cut is such a, such a corner of this idea. I mean, like, I think at this point that they, I don't know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like, definitely just release it. Put it out there. Um, I mean, at this whatever point, like, it, there's, there's not a reason not to. Cause, I mean, at, at first I kind of get it because it's like, well, we're still kind of close to the initial release. You know, if you release the Snyder Cut, that might actually hurt your sales. But at this point, you know, it's not like Justice League is flying off the shelves or anything like that, you know? No, like. When was the last time you saw Justice League? I haven't seen it since it came out. It's probably been about a year now. Like, there's just like, like it's fine, but it's so vanilla when you can in comparison to like what Batman versus Superman was, what Wonder Woman was, what Aquaman was. You know those big blockbuster films, and like, like there was, it's like really you guys spent how much more money to reshoot these scenes to get your money back? <laughs> so. I don't know, like, it kind of leads into, like, the next topic is, like, where like where do all these other franchises go? Because Affleck's not coming back. Now we're going to have a new Batman. How does this Batman play into this world? How are they going to be able to use this Batman? Are they going to be able to use this Batman? So, like, I'm super excited for Robert Pattinson. I think that, you know, who they have cast so far, you know, Robert Pattinson being Bruce Wayne, being Batman is such a such a good choice you know i keep hearing that he's amazing lighthouse and as soon as as soon as the lighthouse comes to a theater near me me i'm definitely gonna check it out but like you know good time you know you know harry potter like he is a pretty damn good actor Mm -hmm. i mean he got kind of shoehorned and pigeon pigeonholed into this idea that he was like this hollywood heartthrob in the twilight series but he kind of wanted to reforge his career and like i just want to do like my own thing Man, it must have been so terrible for him to be labeled as a heartthrob like that. I so feel, and like I feel bad. Like, <laughs> like how many times have you have we seen interviews where he just kind of like trashes Twilight? I've seen like five or six for sure. Oh yeah, he he's definitely so, outspoken about that. So and like if we if we look at you know the cast of this so far, you know you got Robert Pence and. We got Andy Serkis as Alfred. Like, Andy Serkis as Alfred is so interesting. Like, I definitely like this idea, but, like, what's he going to look like? You know, what's what's Colin Farrell? He's Penguin. What's Paul Dano? Like, what is this? How is he setting up this world? 
is this gonna is this are they gonna be able to interchange this this world and pluck Robert Pattinson out of this Batman and put him to team up with Wonder Woman, with Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman? Are we gonna see you know Jason Momoa's Aquaman playing in the same you know you know scenes with Robert Pattinson's Batman? They're so they're like I like I just wish they you know hey this is how we're going forward. We're going to do this. This is what's going to happen. You know, we're going to, you know, close this this old universe down. We're going to let Aquaman do its sequel, Wonder Woman do its sequel, and then going forward, the Batman's going to be like the first of these films. And we're going to we're going to use Batman. We're going to use, you know, we're going to have Batgirl. We're going to have uh, Robin. You know, that might that might translate into Nightwing. They're going to do its own thing. They're going to have a couple movies, and then you know, Superman. Superman's going to be its own thing again. It's just like, like to me, like here we have an opportunity to kind of like refresh everything, reset everything, and it almost seems like they're fumbling. They're unsure of what is the best approach. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But if we look, at, like there is a lot to be excited for, right, Kyle? Like if you just look at the cast list for the Batman, is there any cast member that you've really like? Wow, I really can't wait to see what he does with this role. I, I think you can say that for all of them. I don't think there is a single weak link in that list so far. Uh, and it was just announced that John Turturro was cast as Carmine Falcone. So interesting. Like he's finding like these all these character actors. <laughs> Like, saying, there's there's like a lot of there's a lot of uh, people in here for Batman the fight, that's for sure. But if we look at like like he's finding like the best he is kind of like going the Nolan Donner route. He's looking for all these let me look at the list. I just want to go down and look at the list. I'm on IMBD.com twenty twenty one. But so far we have uh Falcone. Was it Falcone? Is that who he's playing? Yep, he's playing Falcone, and I was like, I would like, I'm all down with him playing Falcone. Like, I'm no issue with the with Falcone being in it, but c- do we have to use Falcone again? Couldn't couldn't yeah. we've gone Rupert Thorne? There's lots of different mob bosses they could have had. But, I mean, know, we could have plucked, you know, Black Mask out of it, you know, out of Birds of Prey, <laughs> and put, you know, Black Mask being a peripheral, you know, villain. What's that? Or, They're recasting Ewan McGregor. Ah. Like I'm literally looking forward to that, but like you got Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle Catwoman, you got Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, Paul Dano. But for me right now, I am really curious what Colin Farrell does. Like Colin Farrell as a bad guy, as Oswald Cobblepot, as the Penguin, <laughs> is such an interesting take. And even Danny DeVito is like, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'll take five tickets, please. Like, and it's interesting because he's so good. Like, his, like, I love him in True Detective. I love him, you know, like, even his earlier stuff and, you know, the recruit. But he was really good in Fantastic Beasts, the first one. Like, the, he, he was so, like, dark and sinister and, like, underscored, like, that's what I like about him. He's not this, he's not like Jack Nicholson. He's not like Joaquin Phoenix where he kind of plays the role bigger than what it is. He's kind of like always plays it much more subdued and he's able to really get into the character, to the psyche of what the, 
what his characters are. I mean, like, you know, I was really disappointed at the end of Fantastic Beast when, uh... Turns out he was Johnny Depp the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he was so good as Graves. I was like, you know, and then it becomes the, you come to find out that, you know... Yeah, that was really disappointing. Could you imagine if we got another Fantastic Beast with him as Graves? Yeah, and like, like that... Man, that second Fantastic Waste, wasted potential. <laughs> that second Fantastic Beast movie is is so the you know it, it, say what it's you, shocking how that made it to the to the final cut the way it was. Like the did you see the crimes of Grindelwald? Unfortunately, it's just a poorly constructed movie. Just like the entire way the story is told and the motivations of the characters, none of it works. It's amazing how poorly made that movie is. Like, it did so bad. And, like, like I love J.K. Rowling and I love what she's done. But I'm so glad that they got Steve Cloves back to write that sequel. Because he did he did all – he so he wrote all but one Harry Potter movie. Mm. And that was, like, the, the one Harry Potter movie he didn't do, which was The Order of the Phoenix, which I think is the weakest of them all. Yep. So to get him back to kind of write the shit, like what they need to do is like just like what the fuck happened in that movie, Kyle? Like at the very end, what was going on? I think people were afraid to to say no to J.K. Rowling. <laughs> no, no, no. Like just the idea of like I don't understand like that fire sequence with Johnny Depp. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I couldn't begin to, to describe. Yeah, I'm not. I want to see what it did. I'm not on enough drugs to really understand it all. A 37 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. Even like, that might it be definitely a bit generous. Des- like it <laughs> definitely deserves that. I'm sorry. Well, like I feel like Batman versus Superman should have been a, like a 54. You know, you know the theatrical version, and I feel like the Snyder version, like the longer cut, should have been like a 70, 75. Like, there's definitely some, I have some narrative issues and, like, some motivational issues that I have with that film. But, like, Fantastic Beast isn't so bad. The Crimes of Grindelwald. Like, it took, like, all the magic from that first film and what that potential was to, like, what the hell? So... Hey, Colin Farrell. <laughs> but yeah, but back to the, you know seeing, I'm I'm really, I'm really looking forward to what Colin Farrell can do, and I and I'm hoping that he doesn't like. There's no like plot twist at the end where Colin Farrell is actually the Riddler. No, it turns out he's actually going to be Danny DeVito the whole time. So I'm really looking forward to you know what what we see here and what you know all that stuff. So. It's definitely going to be interesting to see. Like I said, I feel like he is 100% the best, one of the best actors to, but you see what I'm saying? Like he, he's so subdued. He's not over the top. He's okay. not like Joe Pesci. He's not like, he's not like Al Pacino. He's not like De Niro. He's kind of like this. 
kind of like this very I'm trying to think what who like Daniel like Daniel Day Lewis type and Lincoln where you there's always something going on like you look at him like you look at his eyes you know I know Danny Day Lewis was over the top in you know Gangs of New York and he was over the top and you know uh, what's that oil movie that I can never think of. It's not No Country for Old Men, but you know what I'm saying, uh, right? Hell, high, high, hell something? Mm, hell or High Water? No, that's that's a different film. That's a Hell or High Water is a. Um, I, there I know, will be blood. Okay, yeah, that's it. Like over the top in that film, but, but like I just. I'm really looking forward to Colin Farrell, and I just think, you know, and, like, not to take anything away from Paul Dano. I think Paul Dano and Zoe Kravitz are going to be amazing in their roles, but, like, I'm really, like, ooh. And when it was announced that he was going to be cast, I mean, it was so good. But he is going, like, that Nolan route. He's going that – he's going and looking for great character actors to build this role, mm-hmm. to build this – to build this world, to, to, you know, to build, you know, credibility, you know, I mean, Robert Pattinson, awesome. Andy Serkis, awesome. Paul Dano, awesome. Zoe Kravitz, awesome. John Turturro, just another guy. Like, I mean, like I said, I would rather it be like Rupert Thorne or another mob boss. You know, I'm going to Google my bosses in Gotham City. Uh, <laughs> bosses in Gotham City. Over the years, we've got we've had quite a few of them. So Black Mask. Maroney. That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have seen I would have liked to seen that a little bit more, too, because we only got a little bit of Maroney in The Dark Knight. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens because everyone's kind of like saying, thinking that he's kind of going this uh, long Halloween route, and I definitely see definite parallels. But I keep hearing that this film's going to take place in the '90s, so and like we're going to get like a blue suit, like blue. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking more BTAS. I feel like we're getting more Batman the Animated Series vibe, especially if there's a blue suit because I, I don't. I'm trying to remember which comic series had a bluish suit, but long Halloween. Did it? Oh, I guess you're right. It's been a while since I've read that one. Like, I know that, like, everyone, like, I just, I just feel like he's taking, he's taking, like, the long Halloween and taking Batman the Animated Series and kind of mashing these together. I just, I'm really more looking forward to what his world is going to look like. What is his Gotham City going to look like? What is his Batmobile going to look like? What's the Batcave going to look like? Mm-hmm. Like, what's Wayne Manor going to look like? What's Wayne Enterprise going to look like? Is he going to have a Lucius Fox? And I would not be surprised if we get a, a, one or two more casting announcements before Thanksgiving starts. So like, I straight up asked that to someone who would know. And he's like, I w-, he goes, I am expecting it to happen. So okay. I guess we, will, we shall see. Because he has to fill out Two-Face. He has to fill out Firefly. He has to fill out Mad Hatter. So if you were to cast Two-Face right now, who would it be? Matthew McConaughey. Yes, Matthew McConaughey or John Hamm. Can't go wrong with either one. Huh? Can't go wrong with either one. Yeah, I think that both of them would be interesting. There's that, been that rumor that he, Matthew McConaughey has been cast. 
which has been interesting because you know, like I remember the the rumors that, like, the rumor that uh, Andy Serkis was going to be in the film, and then, um, Paul Dano as Riddler. Like, I would really like to see either or Matthew McConaughey or John Hamm. I think John Hamm's the more safe pick. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of has that. He kind of he he he's definitely safer to me. Where I think that you could get more bang for your buck with Matthew McConaughey. But would Matthew McConaughey take a smaller role in this world? You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Like I don't. I think the Riddler is going to be like the the like the bad guy, like the major bad guy in this film. Where and like I I know it's like. We'll see what happens because, you know, maybe maybe they restructured the, the script to where Two-Face isn't even in the film. And maybe that's something that happens, you know, later on or something. So, but definitely Matthew McConaughey or John Hamm. What about Firefly? It's kind of wild card for me. I don't, I don't know if I could pin pin that role in a single person. I feel like they could even take a chance to get like an, uh, an unknown for that. See how See how it works out. I think you get Michael Chiklis to play Nathaniel Barnes. Do you remember that? Remember that from the Gotham, where I'm, he had like a like I'm a try- scythe. I'm trying to forget Gotham, okay? Or like he would get uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I'm looking at pictures of Michael Chiklis in like this armor. And it's so oh, fucking weird. Don't forget uh, the eye, the eye makeup. Are you looking at it right now? No, I just have it burned in my mind. It's so like I love Michael Chiklis, and he he's great in uh he's great in the Shield. But like seeing this, like seeing what Reek like, bro, what the hell? <laughs> Goodness. Like even their Bane looked like shit. <laughs> I forgot they had Bane in there. Oh. Uh, they had like the skinniest actor to play Bane too. So glad that's over with. Oh god. Gotham villains. Gotham villain worked ranked from worst to first. All of them? <laughs> Balloon or, Man. But I remember. <laughs> That's the point of the show where you look at that and you're like, there's been a horrible mistake made with this production, hasn't there? <laughs> like that was like that was the last day for me. Like <laughs> episode <I> was, three. <laughs> was it episode three? It like, was like it was like the second or third eight. episode of the of the whole show. It was that like, early, it, it was, was that early on. That's like your first experience to Gotham is Balloon Man. Like I'm looking, I'm trying to find a, like a good actor to play Firefly. I mean, who would you want to see play Mad Hatter? Like I know we've kind of talked about this before, but now that now that we uh, now that we have like a bunch of cast members, you know, a bunch of people cast as uh, you know, and these movies already, you know, who would we like to see? 
as Mad Hatter. That, that sounds like a tough role to fill right there. Because it's going to be smaller. You got to be on the smaller side. You got to be a little eccentric. Um, Michael Emerson from Lost or Timothy Spall. Hmm. Maybe. You know who I'm talking. You know Michael Emerson, right? From yeah. Lost. Yeah, I remember. Like, he'd be good. Um, Martin Sheen, or I'm sorry, not Martin Sheen, but Michael Sheen. I'd really like to see Steve Carell. I I would like to see Steve Carell in a role of some sort. Would you have him as Mad Hatter or someone else? I really don't care. Like, he's such a good actor. He could be anything. So. True. I don't know. I haven't decided. So. Um, so, Firefly is still a wild card. I don't know who we could cast as Firefly. Who should be cast as Firefly <laughs> in the Batman? Reveal your answers to us, Google. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Lo- I'm literally looking because he's such a he's such a character that is like really Firefly. They can't like give me Scarecrow. I mean, like Firefly alone is kind of a kind of a weird character to be put in there. Not that there's, you know, not that they're not a character. It's just like, oh yeah, they've never really been that prominent of a character. They've never really been one of the the mainstays of the the rogues. Like game. I'd much ra- I'd much rather see Firefly show up in uh like a like a Robin movie or no oh, yeah have have Firefly show up in like a Robin or like a Birds of Prey sequel or something. So Dane DeHaan was like I'm looking and I was like ah oh, I could I could get behind uh, that. Okay that that would be interesting. I could kind of get behind that. You know, we all know he can play crazy people just fine. <laughs> you know who else would be good to face? Bradley Cooper. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Now we're talking. I just they I mean they still just have to figure out they have to figure out what they're gonna do with the Joker. Because here we see an issue that the studio has. You have a billion dollar Joker film. <laughs> that's going to net you $500 million in profit on a $55 million budget. Does a billion worldwide against insurmountable odds. A billion worldwide without China. A, yep, without China, with issue with people saying that there's going to be mass shootings come up from it. There is. A, did you see that there was like a machete attack at uh, Frozen 2? Good, good lord. Like, and, like, here we see that Joker's getting, like, all this heat and nothing ever happened. So, insurmountable odds. Still making money. Still making money. And when did this movie come out? Like, October 5th? So, it's a month and a half in. Like, people are responding positively to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. So there is definitely ongoing discussions going on right now at the studio on what to do with this film. Do they make a sequel to it or do they use this version of the Joker 
to face off against Robert Pattinson. And my my sense, if I was a studio, I would tell Matt Reeves, cast whoever you want, but the Joker has to be Joaquin Phoenix. Hmm. Because you have a surefire billion-dollar draw and Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. If they do not use this version, they're going to leave money on the table, much like they did when they had uh, no when Nolan told them not to use Christian Bale's Batman and Man of Steel. Like he said, no, I don't want you to do that. And if you don't do that, I'm not going to be, you know, you know, I'm not going to make any future films with you. And like this is well documented. This is well known. People know that this is what happened, and they left millions and millions of dollars on the table. Because like love Ben Affleck, but you know, it could have been like the, a lot of things could have been different with Christian Bale. I'm glad that they have Ben Affleck. I love Ben Affleck's Batman, mm-hmm. but you know, like you have the Dark Knight make a billion. You had a Dark Knight Rises make another billion. Like, clearly people are responding to this version of the character. So why not shuffle him in to this future DC expanded universe? So here we see the same kind of issue. Joker's making a billion dollars. I don't think, I don't see the studio, especially under AT&T's guys, under their tutelage, under their, like, kind of, like, running the show. I can't foresee them not having discussions. Now, it could all, like Joaquin Phoenix would say, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do a sequel. I don't want to be a part of Matt Reeves' Batman. I just want to work with Todd Phillips. I'm all good with that. I have no issue with that. If that's what, Matt, if that's what Joaquin Phoenix says, that's fine. I understand. He ultimately has to make that decision, right? Right. So, but them not them not having internal discussions on what they should and should not do with this version of the character to me, doesn't make a lot of sense. And they should definitely have discussions and they should actually see if these two people, Matt Reeves and the Joker, because the, the movie is set up to where they could actually use this version with its, you know, with its narrative plotting. Right? I don't see why not. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Do you want to see, would you much rather see a sequel, a direct sequel to the Joker or would you rather see Joaquin Phoenix go against Robert Pattinson's Batman? If I had to pick one of those two options, I would say get Robert Pattinson and him to kind of meet up. I personally don't feel like there should be a sequel to Joker. I think that is a fine and dandy standalone movie that does not need to be franchised. Agree. I mean, but the sequel should be him facing off against Batman, right? I don't know. I don't know. And like they could they could also do this too where they could do like a Lex Luthor standalone movie and that Lex Luthor makes five, six hundred million dollars at the box office. And then you have Lex Luthor, you know, you know, that version of Lex Luthor show up in a Superman film. I'd be down for that. Like I'm I'm actually in favor of them like having these standalone like villain origin movies, you know, in a sense. <laughs> Like as long as they as long as they're being smart about it, like them not using this version of Joaquin Phoenix and the Batman to me would not be smart. But like I said, it's up to Matt Reeves, it's up to Joaquin Phoenix. But I think they should put a little bit of pressure on them to be like, hey, what can we do? We'll throw twenty million. We'll give you an extra three million, Matt, if you work with them. Like 
there that's a lot of money mm -hmm. like 55 million dollar budget is not a lot double that so it's 100 million like everyone made money off of this the only thing that no the only thing that didn't make money was the toys but how can you sell an r-rated joker film toy where he literally <laughs> shoots people on live tv Sometimes, and then, like, sometimes you just have you, to admit you're not going to break into every market. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Like, have an apartment and with a door and a lock and the Joker? Like a little dollhouse? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, two people in it, and he, like, lets one go. Oh, Jesus. Um, like, I don't know. Like, like, so it sounds like we're on the same. Like, you would rather see that version, right? Yeah, I'd be more in favor of that. Do you think that they could pull it off, though? Do you think that they could make it to where, like, it makes sense? 100% they could. But, again, it's ultimately going to come down to whether or not Matt Reeves and Joaquin actually want to do that. I know, I know Joaquin in particular, he... He's very picky with what he chooses to do, so he may not be in favor of doing that at all. Yeah, because I think that was his thing with Doctor Strange. Is like he was interested, but he didn't want this to be like an ongoing, like seven movie odyssey because he wants to do other things, which makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, like a lot of discussion today, Kyle. I think that's are we, anything else we need to discuss. Not unless there's some news that dropped since we started recording. Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I can check real quick. <laughs> I don't so, think anything has happened, but you never know. Stranger things will, have happened. Let me check real quick. Uh, where can we find you, Kyle, on social media? You can find me on the tweeters at Looting Kyle. Yeah, like Twitter is going super slow today. Um. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Batman Chandler. You can make sure make sure you that you follow this uh this uh our Twitter podcast account at Batman Chandler on Bat. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get Twitter going, but Twitter wants to be ridiculous. Um, and then make sure that you are following and giving leaving a comment, whatever you need to do, and make sure that you tell your friends that you listen to episode 144 of Chandler on Batman. I am Justin Chandler, and that is Kyle Davis. Peace.